This is that once in a lifetime Couldn't happen Couldn't happen What's going on everybody? Boy, I'm Grads. Back in the building. We are back. After watching the exhilarating March Madness this past weekend, um, I have to take away with a couple things. Excuse me, I've come away with a few takes, as I may say. Hmm. What's my number one take? Shaheen Holloway. I almost said Seton Hall. Ralph Willard left, and I could probably pretty much guarantee that Shaheen Holloway is going to take a 45-minute drive east or west, whichever one of those directions. Jersey ain't nothing but 10 minutes long anyway. <laughs> He's going to take a couple, take a drive and go to Seton Hall, become the new coach. Um, Ralph Willard to, well, I mean, Maryland is, let me tell you, that Maryland is a Under Armour school, and so is Seton Hall. Just like you remember UCLA was an Under Armour school, and so was Cincinnati. Who came from Cincinnati? That's it. That's exactly right. Little Mick Cronin, the tiniest man in college basketball. But he's got a black wife. I'm not even going to go there. Anyways, <clears throat> Shaheen Holloway. Sorry, I be going on tangents, y'all. And it's like, it's just how my brain works, dude. My brain just be going on tangents. Yeah, so does my mouth. Ha, ha, ha. Pause. Anyways, um, yeah, Shaheen Holloway. Let's get back to that, brother. Proud of him, man. Proud of him. Never understood why he went to Seton Hall, but, I mean, I'm not, I, I'm sorry, Shaheen. You were the MVP of the McDonald's game. You're the best point guard in the country. And you came out of high school. I members, I members. Didn't you get MVP? Wait, you were '96. Yeah, he's class of '96. I knew he was class of '96. You type in Shaheen. You type in Shah on Google right now, and Shaheen Holloway pops up immediately. That's amazing. Congratulations to Shaheen Holloway. That means everybody was searching your name to see who you were. And that's real basketball people. We always knew. Yes, but look, I mean, it's just a great story. Like. The tournament usually brings out stories like that every year. Like, you know, the Cinderella, the David beating Goliath. Um, but the funny part is, is shout out to Shaheen Holloway. <laughs> and I don't feel sorry for him. But Coach Cal, man, dude, it's bad when you got to call the Kentucky, pol the Lexington police to stand guard up by your house because you don't want anybody doing something like that's crazy, man. That's Kentucky basketball is just a completely different breed of people. I I used to live in Louisville and I lived in Lexington at first, so I do have experience saying that. You know, the number one question asked when <laughs> the number one question asked when I lived in Kentucky was, "Is Richie going to play?" Um, they are diehard about their. Um, they're more than fanatic. Now there is a story when I moved there that everybody would always tell. Not everybody, but I got told a couple times is that there's a man listening to the Kentucky game on the radio. He has a heart attack. Um, I don't know because they didn't have cell phones back. So I don't know much this is true. But he had a heart attack, and the ambulance came to get him, and he said, I'm not going anywhere until the Kentucky game's over. So, I mean, I don't know how true that is. That's one of them folk tales, you know. When I played in Kentucky um, high school basketball <laughs> – the reason that cops get us that cops escort referees to games in Kentucky, okay, was because R Richie Richie Farmer 
His high school, okay, his high school, Clay County, who had two classic games in my high school, Ballard High School in Louisville, Kentucky, when Allen Houston went there, they had state championship game in 87 and 88 were two of the most, you know, they still talk about those games today. Richie won in 87, Allen Houston won in 88. Crazy, right? But anyways, so Richie Farmer's High School is in Clay County, Kentucky. I don't think anybody's ever been to Clay County. I have. Um, eighth grade, ninth grade, 10th grade. Yep, I've been there four times, okay, because my high school used to scrimmage uh, Clay County because the, the games were so epic that our first preseason game, you know, like scrimmage, like when practice first started, we practiced for two or three weeks, and then we go out to Clay County. Um, the reason, getting back to my point, the reason that cops – escort referees to the game is because one game in Clay County that the referees made a bad call. Now this is a folklore too, but I've been the bunch of people told me this one that after the game, the fans took the referees out to the woods and shot and killed them. <laughs> that's not fun. That's not fun. Don't. That's not. That's not funny. Okay, damn it. But I'm just laughing. I'm not laughing. It's a nervous laugh, like a dis. There you go. It's a disbelief laugh, but it's not funny at all. Um, yeah. So that's what happened. Um, so that's how crazy they are in Kentucky. You know the fanaticism, the fanatics. Like when I tell you, they talk about Kentucky basketball twenty four seven in Kentucky, and like Louisville, they don't even care. They mean, like people in Louisville, there's more Louisville, Kentucky fans in Louisville than there is Louisville fans. Now there's a lot to do in Kentucky. To be honest, it's a really fun state. They should have an NBA team there, but there's there's it's it's like any the NBA team won't be able to compete with the Kentucky basketball. They just the, the Kentucky Colonels was a great name too, but they just won't be able to compete. There's no way, not happening. St. Peter's beating Kentucky. When I tell you grown men in Kentucky were crying, that never even – it's funny. Kids will go to other schools, okay? Like they'll go to Murray State. They'll go to Eastern Kentucky, Northern Western. They'll go to every other school. And you'll see more Kentucky shirts on that campus except Louisville. And you'll still see a lot of – you will still see a lot of Kentucky um, – you will still see a lot of Kentucky jerseys. I mean, uh, you know, Kentucky memorabilia in Louisville and on the campus. Once again, shout out to Shaheen Holloway and uh, and uh, St. Peter's. I'm thinking Shaheen Holloway is going to be the new coach of Seton Hall. Seton Hall might hire Will Wade the way that these hirings are going because, like, dude, are you serious? Like, they hired Sean Miller back at Xavier. But I was talking to my boy the other day, and he was like, Xavier hired Sean Miller. I don't care, dude. Sean Miller went to Pitt. I don't care what he did at Xavier. He never should have left, but see, that's the ego of men. And then they hired Rick Pitino at Iona. Two Jesuit Catholic schools, you know. Um, I know they're, I'm not trying to get into well, Jesuit and Catholic are two different things. It's tomato, tomato, okay? And then Archie Miller, who fell on his face at Indiana, gets a job, and it's just like, Is he going back to Dayton? Like, I mean, shout out to Kelvin Sampson. Shout out to Hubert Davis. 
in his in his uh press conference. Shout, <laughs> shout out to Juwan Howard. You know, shout out to Juwan Howard, man. Like shout out to Juwan Howard. Straight up. Uh, Wisconsin, let's hope you're cheering for him. Shout out to Ed Cooley. Okay. Juwan Howard. Hubert Davis, Shaheen Holloway, and Kelvin Sampson. Shout out to those brothers for getting their teams to the Sweet 16, okay? Especially shout out to Shaheen Holloway, like I've been saying for the past 10 minutes on this podcast because he's doing a hell of a job. Um, Ed Cooley, man, doesn't get talked about at all. Um, I mean, I know why. And there's, everybody knows why, you know, Um and it's not because oh, Greg, you just no. It's not. It's if you know, Ed, and and it's not his fault. But I know why, you know. And it's just like he's a great coach. Providence is looking like low key. They look like the old Arkansas '94 team, like you know, just shooting threes, forty minutes of hell, you know, but in a different way, much more sped up, a lot more threes. They're fast. They're, they play defense, but they hit shots, man. They hit if they hit. If they're on, I don't know who they're on in Sweet Sixteen. They're going to send somebody home. They're going to scare some people. Like everybody had Iowa winning it. I think they should have probably had Providence in there. Y'all had Iowa. Y'all had Iowa. Okay, Iowa winning it all. I Iowa. Should I say that again? You guys had Iowa. Some people said Iowa. Dude, 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 dude. Arkansas versus Gonzaga. I'm I'm calling because you know I said that none of the four I said that the none of the four number one seeds would make it out of the first first uh weekend and I was I was half right. Gonzaga made it and Arizona that Arizona game was versus TCU was a great like some of these games have had championship feels to them like it's crazy that Arizona TCU game was a war um the North Carolina game this weekend um oh man that that Brady Manic ejection was terrible i mean i've seen the whole i watched the game now but and, and it seems like it was retaliation but you give him a you give him a flagrant run right there. Like he didn't. It, it looked better than what it was. Like look, excuse me, look better, look worse than what it was. Like you don't you don't not in the NCAA tournament. You don't kick a kid out for that, man. That's that's just so bad. Like, um, that was horrible. And then Baylor came back with the see. If you followed me on Twitter, if you were on Twitter during that game, you think people were getting mad at Baylor. Like nobody was mad at Baylor. Like Baylor's doing what every team is supposed to do, mount a comeback. You know, like they kicked the best player out and the, t- the player, that, dude, Brady Manning is like, I played against y'all. I know it's sweet. I know y'all. I, I ain't worried about y'all at all. He was probably telling them, man, these guys are soft. We ain't got nothing to worry about. It's all hype. They not that good. He was probably telling them, he's like, I know every play. We got the players to be. He went on. But Brady Manning was killing, killing. Gonzaga plays Arkansas, Right. Gonzaga plays Arkansas. That will probably be the upset um, of the tournament. Not at the uh, upset. The upset of the tournament was St. Peter's be, beating Kentucky. But that'll be probably be the, the, the best game. I'm not going to tell you guys again. I do not think Chet is a bad player. He's got skills. He's got a jumper. He can block the hell out of some shots. Okay? Nobody thinks Chet is a bad player. Nobody thinks that Chet is going to be a bust okay 
and Chet needs to stop being so, you know, I, I don't blame him. He's a kid. But, like, I'm not talking bad about you, sir. I'm not. I just think that you didn't do a really good job of cementing yourself for the number one pick. Now you go, what about Jabari Smith? I knew that something was going to happen with Auburn because I don't like their guards. And I'll say it. I think there was a bit of jealousy that I'm just as good, um, which is cap. Um, and Jabari Smith doesn't seem like the type of player in college to be like, give me the MF and ball, you sorry little MF. Like, I don't think so. Should he do that? He probably should have. Would he have been wrong? No. Um, do guards sometimes think that they're the show? Yes. Um, and I'll get to AAU. <laughs> I'm going to get to my AAU pod, but I don't want to do it now. Okay. I'm going to do it like right before the AAU season starts. Um, and just go through it with a fine tooth comb, but not now. Um, Jabari Smith, to me, is the franchise player of the draft. I love Paolo. Paolo, to me, did, did he played great. I think he's playing with a lot of pressure on himself uh, b- because he wants to win. I, you can tell that the kids want to win for Coach K so bad. You can just tell. Um, I think Paolo needs to relax a little bit more. He's so damn good. Like, I, I say Jabari's. I think Paolo has a very, very uh, NBA-ready game. There's no, uh, there's no ifs. There's no, yeah, any of that. Um, I think he's got a very NBA-ready game. I mean, he played a lot better. He played a lot better this weekend than he had been playing. Um, he played a lot better this weekend than he had been playing. You know, the first couple games, and he got him the Sweet Sixteen. I love Paolo's game. I think he might flourish more in the NBA because there's more spacing. But I mean, then you take a look at a kid like Jade Nivey, right? Jade Nivey played big when he needed to be big. Um, he was pressing a little bit during the game, but he calmed down. Um, and then when it was go time, that three he hit. Bro, that's a Sam Cassell fucking big ball shot right there. Like, broke the dude down, had him jump to one side. He's like, whoa, you're giving me all this space. See, what Jaden Ivey did right there was what you're supposed to do as a basketball player, and that's create space. I saw Jaden Ivey play uh, in high school. My sister took me. I went, we went to go see him play in high school. Um, he was a junior. Um He committed to Purdue already, I think. Yeah, he'd already committed to Purdue. Um, then he goes to Lalu. I think that Jaden's biggest blessing was when his mom got the job in the NBA and she became the coach of the Grizzlies. And I think that that time he spent around them and had the coaches telling him what to work on, what to do, working him out, you know, I think that helped a lot because he was like, oh, okay. And at Loki gave him a completely different confidence and – Man, that North Carolina game was his coming out party. And I think the other day against Texas, I think he played and showed like, yo, give me more space. It's going to be very, very ugly, like very ugly. So um, I like Jaden, man. The top four is I don't think you'll lose. And I think it's not – okay, here we go. Here we go. Everybody's talking about this player. I think this draft specifically, specifically, 
is tailored what do you want more of um everybody's saying that Shay it's going to be Josh Giddy Shay's not staying in um Shay's not staying in in uh OKC man get that free that man and there's nothing wrong with OKC it's just Russell Westbrook's probably going to come in next year um and end his career there you know he's probably going to go into ownership you know and be a player coach. Russ don't care, man. He's made $500 million. He's got Jordan. He owns four car dealerships in LA. Like, you got, Russ does not care, man. Like, he doesn't. Russ is, a, is the, I've known Russ since he was a freshman at UCLA. But Russ probably isn't going to be in LA next year. He'll probably be in OKC and his career there as player, but probably slide into ownership when it's all said and done. That's just, how I see things going because Russ is just a low maintenance dude and he's not tripping on none of y'all because like I said he got half a billion in the bank he's big chilling but Josh Giddy and Chet would be form, would would be nasty but like I just don't think that Chet is ready to shoulder the load yet pause like I just don't I'm sorry like um, it's, it's you know and it, it, there's a difference with KD because KD came in as a guard you know Chet doesn't move like KD, and you guys are trying to say that. He doesn't move. Do me a favor. From now on, leave Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Shaq, Michael, well, not Michael Jordan, because you know Anthony Edwards. Anyways, but leave guys like that, like, no. Chet is not KD. He doesn't move like KD. Chet is a hell of, Chet is, Chet is a, hell of a shot blocker, Okay. And he's a hell of a, he has skills and he shoot like I said, but my like my top four it's like it, it doesn't matter, but it's all about what you need, you know. And see that's the thing about being in college because guys like um, Jaden Hardy they're not getting talked about, but NBA guys are watching, so it doesn't matter. But you know fans want, fans don't know anything; they know what they're told, and, I'm, and I hate to keep attacking them like that. They know what they're told. So, like, they don't see Jaden Hardy. They don't hear about him. They drive Jaden Hardy. And be like, who? Oh, you mean the kid who went to college, went to the G League, not knowing he's playing against men, other professionals, you know, in the G League, and he's averaging, like, 22. Like, are you serious? Like, him not working would be going to the G League and averaging, like, four or ten, you know? There are guys who went overseas and averaged eight and got drafted in the first round in Australia. There's so many players in the NBA. We're we going to need to get Seattle going. We're going to need to get Seattle and uh, Vegas a team so we can move Minnesota and Memphis to the east. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. It takes four hours to get to L.A. and Minnesota. It takes two hours to get to New York. You should definitely be in the east. Um, so, sorry, three and a half hours. Forgive me. So, anyways, guys, uh, the tournament was cracking. But I don't watch NBA basketball during the tournament because I, the, <laughs> the level of play is just, I mean, it's still regular season. Guys are just either, like, shut it. They've either shut, at this point in the NBA, they've either shut it down or they're playing for the, um, they're playing for tournament uh, positions tournament positions playoff seedings excuse me and these guys don't they don't care the guys who know they're not in the playoffs they don't care and this six through ten is just 
that was just BS to get the guys to play hard. Uh, it, you know, we'll be tanking it. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, there is no Zion in this draft. You know, I don't think there is. I've already told you what, what my top four is. You're like, you can see, keep on – because anything after the top four is like – I mean, come on, guys. Like, Kawhi Leonard was the 15th pick. Do you see what I'm saying? It's like Jimmy Butler was 30th. Uh, KPJ was 30th. Kyle Anderson was 30th. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, we put a lot in the draft stock, but – and and – wasn't uh, A.O., wasn't he a second rounder? You know what I'm saying? I was funny because we were talking about Carl Anthony Towns' draft and Devin Booker went 13th in that draft. 13th. Devin Booker <laughs> And you're like, well, Martin, well, I'm grads. Well, what about, he only played – Devin Booker played seven minutes in, in college because that team was so good. They were 38-1. and one. Wisconsin with Frank Kaminsky and Sam Decker. They should have beat Wisconsin by 90. Devin Booker went 13th. 13th. So, a lot of the draft is hype. You know, but the top four guys in this draft are going to be Chet, Jaden, Paolo, and Jabari in any order. I, I would rather see Paolo or Jabari go I think that there's a three man, three man fight for the top three, and that's between Jabari, Jaden, and uh, Jabari, Jaden, and Paolo. I think there's a three man fight for the top two, you know. And whoever doesn't get in the top two is obviously the third pick, depending on what pick OKC gets. But if OKC gets the number one pick, I highly doubt they're going to take Chet. They might though, but I don't know. Um, I just don't think that you're. First, the first pick in the draft should should need any time. Do you know you shouldn't need time to get better, but or to get to get where you're supposed to be. And I don't mean that in a knock. I mean Hashim Thabit. Excuse me, Hashim Thabit was taken number two, and I'm taking Chet a million times over Hashim Thabit. Come on, like, and that's not a knock on Hashim Thabit at all. It just didn't work out. He went to the where did he get drafted? OKC, right? It just didn't work out. So, um. Yeah, just it's about opportunity, man, because like Devin Booker went to a team, Tyler Hero went to a team, they went to teams and they came right in and fit in perfectly exactly what they needed. You know? And why speaking about Devin Booker, let's get into this. Why is Devin Booker not in anybody's MVP talk? Are you guys mad that he's dating a, a Jenner, a Kardashian? Excuse me. What you know, like is that what you guys are mad about? Like, trust me. Trust me. You were never getting Kendall Jenner in the first place. Okay? Like, is that what you're mad at? Like, I'm trying to think. Like, in CP3, like, please stop saying that bullshit. Ooh, wow, I cussed. <laughs> I'm just saying. Please stop saying that. Like, yeah, CP3 is a great, 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 uh, point guard, like the Hall of Famer, one of the uh, all the other narratives you give to guys, like like people. 
I'm taking Isaiah Thomas over CP3 seven days a week. Let's let's keep it real here. I'm not even trying to bash CP3, but I'm tired of all the. <laughs> I'm not hating on CP3. He's a hell of a player. Okay. <laughs> it's just amazing how narratives are formed, and that's all I'm gonna say. Devin Booker, back to Devin Booker. Sorry, sorry, book. How is he not MVP? Look at his numbers. Look where the team is. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's funny that I remember Tim Duncan won MVP, and the guys were like, the, the, the reporter's justification when before social media was around. Dude, before social media was around, reporters would say anything, and that's all they, and that's all you get. There was no way to, to come fight back. Like, you can leave comments in the bottom of the, of, of the thing. They didn't read. Nobody reads them comments. I'm probably the only person who read the comments, and I'm, I read Yelp reviews. I'm sorry. Like, I'm that guy. I just think that when reporters gave Tim Duncan – when he won MVP, the reporters were like, best player on the best team. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Um, so with Devin Booker, why is that? I think Giannis should be MVP too. LeBron should have eight or nine MVPs. Speaking about LeBron, sorry, Devin, you know you should be in the MVP race. I don't know why these people don't like you, but like, it's, it's, it's shocking. You know, We need more basketball people in basketball when I say that because a journalism a journalism degree does not mean you know something about a sport. You know, just, hey, people are really good with words and they can make themselves sound very elo- articulate and, and write very eloquently about a, a subject. You, oh, yeah, I, they know what they're talking about. No, they're just really good writers. LeBron James passed Carl Malone. Thank God. LeBron, shut it down, bro. Shut it down. We don't, these little next five, 600 points, bro, we don't care. Okay, just shut it down. You're going to pass Kareem next year anyway because it's year 20 and you're going to pass him. Name me a childhood actor. I mean, maybe Christian Bale, but not no, not like LeBron standards. But name me an, a childhood star. Childhood, like 14, 15 we were talking, we were hearing about him. That's a child who has done what he's done, lived up past the hype. Like we gave, we put the world, we said this kid is going to go for the moon and he went past that. Just think about that. And I think that with LeBron is that people have been waiting for his demise, for his downfall. You know, like Tom Brady. They've been waiting for him to fall off that cliff. Well, I mean, Kobe started falling off around year 16, 17. It's just like he got hurt. I don't think if Kobe didn't tear his Achilles, I promise to God he'd probably still be playing. Oh, my God. Dude. Dude. Props to Jamal Crawford, sixth man of the century. Um, him or Lou Williams? Okay. Him and Lou Williams. Should, should, well, Jamal Crawford should have his name on the sixth man of the year trophy. Jamal Crawford has done things like, bro, his journey, like, and to the fact what Jamal Crawford said that when he came on my podcast, he told me that he didn't work out. He worked. He played pickup game his first like twelve years in the NBA. That was his workout. Do you understand? Like playing pickup games all day, all day. It's it's sad how the NBA did him. They didn't let him go out on his own. Um, and when I say he should still be on an NBA team, it's it's crazy because. Um, you guys think what I mean he should be on a team is he should be a vet leader in the locker room because certain teams need that. Okay, 
certain teams really need that. Um, yeah, they really do. Like him on Minnesota. I mean, even though they don't need it per se, but they need it. Him on Minnesota would be great. Like great. With teams screaming about vet leadership and they don't bring him in. That doesn't make any sense. He's not a cancer. He's not going to tell the young guys, man, if the coach, man, I should be playing. This is how y'all do. You want to get traded? This He's not on that. You know? And I say Minnesota because I was thinking about how cold, how great Carl Anthony Towns has been playing, um, how good the Wolves have been looking, um, and how I told you guys Anthony Edwards was the next Michael Jordan. That kid is going to be special. Now, when I say Michael Jordan, you guys got to understand. Okay, he plays nothing like Michael Jordan. Okay, <laughs> like nothing yet. Nothing like Michael Jordan. And, and I think he has the ability to figure it out and the game become as easy to him as it was to Michael Jordan. That's what I mean. And he's had a couple poster, a couple posters. And he's had a couple dunks that have made you guys be like, holy moly. Okay, so like, it's funny because people think I didn't watch Michael Jordan. Like, he's not my favorite player ever. You know, him and Shaq are my two favorite players, in case you guys want to know. Michael Jordan and Shaq. Um, my favorite players. I didn't say the GOATs. Well, I mean, there's not many guys I take on the team before those two, um, if any. Carl Anthony Towns has been hooping, like I said. Um, hooping. And... I think it's time we give, you know, give him some props. He may be, you know, on Twitch. You may not be a fan of him on Twitch and all this stuff, you know, but and it's not sympathy because Carl's always been a bucket, always been a highly, very highly skilled, very elite, highly skilled basketball player, okay, especially for his size. Pause. Like, he's very, very, very good at that. Like, he's special, really is. And I think Anthony Edwards is the perfect complement to him because he lets him be himself, but he's still Anthony Edwards is, you know, the battery in his back where Jimmy was trying to like punk him. Anthony's like pushing him. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I think, yeah, I think Anthony Edwards is more of like positive reinforcement with cat, you know, like cat, he can't guard you. Like, don't let that, don't let that MF do that cat. Come on, you cat. Like, that's what I think where Jimmy's like, man, you are MF and punk ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, and um, I think that's the difference. And I think D'Lo, and I think that um, Ant- Anthony Edwards understands everybody. You know, I really do. I think he understands D'Angelo Russell really well. I also think he understands, um, and dude, Malik Beasley is not even being talked about but he is having a hell of a season for the Timberwolves. It's it's crazy. You know, like, I know everybody, because of Larsa Pippen and all the going to jail and all that other BS stuff that he did, like, I mean, he's been hooping. He's been a very, 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 very solid piece for Minnesota. Very solid. Nas Reed, when he gets back, n- nasty. You know, like, Minnesota is really good. And they got a great coach, you know. Um, I'd like to see what they do in this draft this year. Um, they got a nice – and Pat Bev – Pat Bev has also been positive reinforcement on Cat too. Like, I mean, I didn't like that he pushed Ibaka in the back 
you know, and George Hill did the right thing. Like, come on, bro, don't run up on my teammate and push him in the back. He's not even looking at you. Like, George Hill shouldn't have gotten thrown out for that game. I think Pat Bev was doing the most. But uh, Minnesota is really good. Like, really good. Um, they could, off of sheer ignorance and meaning like they don't know what the, what, you know, they don't know what the, how big of a, it is. You know, they don't understand the moment yet because they're young. Like, Anthony Edwards is young. He may not understand the moment yet. So, I think they could beat a team just off of sheer, like, we out here hooping. Can't wait to see what Anthony Edwards evolves to because right now everybody's everybody's stealing what I said and saying that he's the next Michael Jordan. You know, I said that first. I have the time stamps to back it up. I just, oh, man, I walked into it. I walked into Pango. Shout out to Dinos. Tregonis right here. I walked into Pango's. Dinos called me. He's like, grads, come down to, to Pango's and check it out um, because Dinos always shows me love. So I go to Pango's and I going to see you know check in with the homies and i see this kid i'm on the there's three courts at cerritos college right i'm gonna leave after this story there's three courts at cerritos college right three okay and i walked in i was in the furthest court okay and i'm going you know me fucking you know me mr mayor okay shout out sorry mayor atl mayor sorry about that um matt the mayor my bad i don't mean to take your spot but just hear me out so I'm, you know, talking, you know, you know, shaking hands, um, skinning and grinning, <laughs> right? Um, I see a kid take off over the whole gym, the whole everybody. It's like his chest was at the rim. I'm like, the hell? Who? What the? Who, who is that? Right? So then. That happens, right? So I'm like, oh, so I'm still talking, doing my thing. I'm on the second court. I see him cross somebody over, pull up and shoot a three from like 97 feet. I'm like, uh, okay, all right. Then I walk down there and I talk to my boy uh, AC, shout out Beach City Hoops. I talk to him like, yo, AC, who is that? He's like, oh, man, nigga, that's Anthony Edwards. I'm like, he's a junior. I'm like, excuse me? He's a what? Like, yeah, he's going to be a junior. I'm like, in college? He's like, nah, nigga, you at Pangos. I'm like, I know I'm at Pangos, but there's no way that that man is in high school. He's going to be a junior. He's like, well, he's going to be a junior. I was like, okay. And then I'm sitting there watching me and talking to AC, and then that's when the, sorry, Johnny, it happened. It's all over the internet. Don't get mad at me. And that's when he dunked on Johnny Juzang. And I was just like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Like, wait, what? And then the, and then that's how he did that. And he came down and he shot another three. He got, gets another dunk. And it's just like, I'm like, yo, this kid is the one. Like, Neo. Like, this kid is it. And... I followed him ever since that. Um, he reclassed. And then I got a call from one of my homies who's a trainer, well-known trainer at her, Olin Simplis. He calls me and he's like, Grads, I heard you talking about the Anthony Edwards kid. He's like, man, I worked him out uh, the other day <laughs> and he did a dunk on three 6'11 dudes. They all jumped. He was like, 
I've never, ever, and he's like, you know who I've trained. He's like, I've never, ever, ever seen a kid do that. Like, I've never seen that dunk before. Like, he was like, man, I ran out the gym. He's like, and I'm trying to be professional. You know, you got to be professional. Like, like you've been there before? He's like, but I ain't never seen that. He said he dunked on somebody. He he said the – you know when he dunked on, uh, I almost said Shohei Itani. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. That was kind of racist. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was that. That sorry. W- w- Watanabe, um, Utah, or yeah, I want to say Ken Watanabe, but that's the actor from uh, Last Samurai and Inception. But yeah, when he dunked on, he said it was nastier than that. When he said three of them jumped, I was like. And he was like, man, I'm going to tell you right now, that kid is the number one pick in the draft. He wasn't even finished college yet. So um, and then he went to Georgia and put on that masterpiece against Michigan State in the uh, Maui Invitational. It's like, but Tom Crean was his coach. So what did you really expect? You know, <clears throat> sorry, Tom. Truth hurts. But anyways, so yeah, Anthony Edwards, man, we going to see. But thank you guys for tuning in.